Hello everyone, this is Evangelist James Eads with Watchman Street Ministry and Repent Radio. And today we're going to be in Acts chapter 16, possibly 17 afterwards, not sure though. Then came he to Derby and Lystra. And behold, a certain disciple was there, named Timotheus, the son of a certain woman, which was a Jewess, and believed, but his father was a Greek. Okay, Timothy's the son of a certain woman, which was a Jew, or of the tribe of Judah, and she believed. So she's a follower of Christ. But his father was a Greek. In other words, his father was a Gentile. While his mother was a Jew. Or of the tribe of Judah, Israelite. Okay, which was well reported of by the brethren. Okay, then came he to Derby and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there, named Timotheus, the son of a certain woman, which was a Jewess, and believed, but his father was a Greek, which was well reported of by the brethren that were in Lystra or Lystra and Iconium. Him would Paul have to go forth with him. Okay, Paul would have to take him with him because of his dad being a Greek and his mother being a Jewish. And so it says him would Paul have to go forth with him. And took him, and took and circumcised him because of the Jews which were in those quarters. For they knew all that his father was a Greek. Okay, I know how this sort of contradicts a lot of what Paul teaches. Paul teaches, uh, Circumcision and uncircumcision where you don't need to be circumcised by the standards like the uh, Jews would tell you that you need to be sacri- um, needed to be circumcised. He would tell them different. Because uh, there ain't no difference between Jew and Greek or circumcised, uncircumcised. Because now we're circumcised or uncircumcised by the heart, not by the uh, complete letter of the law, they say. But right here, it says, Him would Paul have to go forth with him and took and circumcised him because of the Jews which were 
in those quarters, for they knew all that his father was a Greek. And as they went through the cities, they delivered them the decrees for the help that were ordained of the apostles and elders which were at Jerusalem. And so were the churches established in the faith and increased in number daily. Okay, uh, he got him, got Timothy circumcised because of the Jews there. I guess they were complaining and stuff about him because they knew that his father was a Greek. And as they went through the cities, they delivered them the decrees for to help, for to keep that were ordained of the apostles and elders which were at Jerusalem. And so the churches were established in the face and increased in number daily. Now when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia or Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia after they were come to Mycenae they essayed to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. Think about this. They had to do what the Holy Spirit told them, or the Ravah Kadash, because he's leading them. And after they were come to Mycenae, they essayed to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. And they passing by Mycenae, or Mycenae, I guess it's Mycenae, M-Y-S-I-A, came down to Troas. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. So Paul might supposedly not go to Asia and everything. He has a vision in the night where a man of Macedonia's praying for him, saying, Come over unto Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that Ahia had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. So they decided to go there. Therefore, loosened from Troas, 
we came with the straight course to Samothracia and the next day to Neapolis and from thence to Philippi, which is the chief city of that part of Macedonia. And a colony, and we were in that city abiding certain days. So they loosed from Troas and they set straight course to Samothracia and the next day to Neapolis. And then from there to Philippi, the chief city of that part of Macedonia and the colony and they abided there certain days in that city and on the Sabbath we went out of the city by a riverside where prayer was wont to be made and we sat down and spake unto the women which resorted thither so on the Sabbath they went to out of the city, I guess to the river by the riverside, sort of like we do. Go to the river or the lake. And you can do some good prayer there and watch a beautiful lake and river and And it says, where prayer was wont to be made, and we sat down and spake unto the women, which resorted thither. So they went and spake to the women that was there. And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Thyatira, which worshipped Elohim, heard us, whose heart... Yeshia opened that she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. So this woman, a seller of purple, a businesswoman, who worshipped Elohim, heard what Paul was saying, and she listened to what he said. Her, her heart was open. And when she was baptized and her household, she besought us, saying, If ye have judged me to be faithful to Ahia, come into my house and abide there. And she constrained us. So Paul decided after he baptized her and her household, and when he said, I mean, when she said that to him, he decided to uh, do that, you know, to abide with her and her family. And it came to pass as we went to prayer a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, 
which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. Okay, this damsel that's got a familiar spirit in her, that's the spirit that does the divination and all that tells uh, soothsaying and everything because it'll know stuff because it's Believe it or not, it hung out with you. And so it knows some of the things that you'd be and knows how to imitate people that passed on and all because it's familiar with your family and familiar with you and that's why they call it familiar spirit. And it came to pass as he as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. So by reading futures, by doing different things that damsel was is able to make money for her masters. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High Allahim, which show uh, unto us the way of salvation. I mean... She's going around saying that, uh, telling that Paul and uh, these people with him, they are servants of the Most High, Elohim, which show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days, so many days they probably couldn't have done anything they wanted to because she kept going around saying that and trying to uh, make them feel and get pride in them because, yeah, she's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a prophet of the Most High and all this. Get pride and, you know, pride goes before fall. And... So he's trying to keep that from happening. And the others too. And so he gets grieved by it. Like it says here, the same followed Paul and us and cried saying, These men are the servants of the Most High Elohim, which show us unto the way of salvation. And this did she many days. But Paul being grieved, after she'd done this many days, Paul being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Yeshua Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. Think about that. 
It didn't say he spent an hour or two trying to cast it out. It said right there, the same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, Okay, these men are the servants of the Most High, Elohim, which show unto us the way of salvation, and this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Yeshua Christ to come out of her. And he came out of her. He came out the same hour. In other words, just as fast as he said it, it came out. And when her masters saw that the hope of their gains was gone, think about this. The gains from that spirit, from that familiar spirit, is gone. When Paul cast that spirit out of that girl, it was gone. When her master saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace and to the rulers. I mean, they are mad because Paul cast that spirit out of that woman. So, think about it. That's our job to do that. To cast them out. And when her master saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace and to the rulers and brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city. So they dragged him, I'd say. Into to the magistrates. These men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. Think about this. You know they had to be scared when Paul did that. How could he do that? He's got authority. They got authority over them. And there went our money. So they drew them over there to the. It says, and brought them to the magistrate, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe, being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them 
and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. They commanded to beat them. The magistrates did. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, oh, they beat them with stripes. I wouldn't doubt if they didn't have a whipping post like they did for Yeshia. Think about that. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, I mean they were beating them and beating them and beating them. Imagine a whip hitting your back. Think about it. That hurt like crazy, wouldn't it? I can almost feel it just thinking about it. Where they'd be like, take that, take that. And you feel nothing but that pain. From those leather straps hitting your back. And when they had laid many stripes upon them. They cast them into prison. So after they did those stripes, they cast Paul and Silas in that prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Didn't seem like they were trying to be kept, keeping them safely when they were beating them, did it? Many stripes, too. I mean, they held when they, to do that when they found out that, that they cast that devil out of that woman. Which meant that those people couldn't make their money anymore. And now they put them in the prison after beating them and beating them and beating them. And it says, and when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into the prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison. So they were thrust into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. So not only was they beaten, thrown into prison, And in the inner prison at that, if that's the worst side of prison, but they put their feet in the stocks. 
Think about that for a second. I mean, you take a beating. All you did was cast the devil out of some lady that's been troubling you for days. And then the people that was her masters who was the money would belong to if she was doing what if that spirit would have still been in her but she cast it out so here they go they beat you probably half to death put you in prison and you're in stocks So while having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight. Okay, we need to really add this. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. I know y'all thinking, prayed? After all that, here they go praying. Yeah, they're probably praying. Bad luck for these people for beating them and putting them in prison and this. No, they're, no, that's not the case here. Yeah, you would think that. Yeah, these people making our lives sore. Yeah. Just think about it. Yeah, they beat me half to death and then... Silas is probably saying, yeah, Paul, you're right there, you know. Yeah, they beat us half to death. Now they put us in this prison cell, not only a regular prison cell, but in the inner prison at that. And do you feel comfortable, Paul, with your feet in the stocks? Well, Silas, to you, with your feet in the stocks, And at midnight, what are they doing? Paul and Silas prayed. That ain't all they did. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto Elohim. And the prisoners heard them. I could only imagine what those prisoners were thinking. And at midnight, after all this stuff, after being beaten half to death, being cast into the prison, into the inner chambers of the prison, or the inner prison, and then your feet being in the stock, well... At midnight, I guess they woke up the other prisoners because it says the prisoners heard them. They're praying and singing praises unto Elohim. Think about that. That's what we need to be. You know, pretty soon we're going to probably be in that same shoes here in America, here in the United States. Instead of Paul and Silas, it might be us.
Think about it. So in that midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto Elohim, and the prisoners heard them, and suddenly... I know y'all thinking, suddenly? Yes, suddenly. And, well, what's happening now? And suddenly... There was a great earthquake. Yep, that's what it says. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken. Think about that. Here they get beaten, all this stuff's happening to them. They get cast into the prison, their feet's put in the stocks, and they go to pray, praying and praising Elohim. So much that while they're doing it, the prisoners hear them. And then an earthquake happens. So that the foundation, and suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. Think about that. This earthquake was so powerful, they brought it on. Praying and praising to Elohim. That it happens. And the keeper of the prison, the jailer, you know, awakened out of his sleep when he hears this big earthquake, feels this big earthquake. He wakes up out of his sleep. And seeing the prison doors open, he sees these prison doors open. He draw out his he drew out his sword. Think about this. When you're you got a job like that and these high tech people gives you magistrates, gives you these orders to keep these people safely. You don't. Hey, you're liable to be in that prison with him. So he was going to kill himself. And it says that. It says, and, uh, and the keeper of the prison awakening out of his sleep and seeing the prison Doors open. He drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. Think about that. He was thinking that the prisoners had fled. Imagine the uh, 
magistrates and them wanting uh, Paul and Silas or these others. Some of them could have been murderers, rapists. We don't know because it don't, doesn't say here. But, I mean, he had a important job and they wouldn't take that. Okay, it was an earthquake, so yeah, they can go. No, they're not going to be like that. So, uh, he was ready to kill himself. Supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But Paul, there's a but in there. But Paul cried with a loud voice saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Think about that. They were all there still. Even though... Even though, you know, they had that earthquake and a lot of prisoners, nowadays they would be trying to get out, but these people didn't. So uh, Paul cried out and said, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for light and sprang in and came trembling. The jailer called for light and came in there. Or sprang in and came trembling. And fell down before Paul and Silas. Yeah, this jailer came in there, scared, trembling. He fell down before Paul and Silas. And brought them out. He brought Paul and Silas out. And said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Think about this. Seeing what they did to Paul and Silas, beating them, then putting them in the prison, and putting their feet in the stocks, and Paul and Silas goes to praying and praising Elohim, and then earthquake happened. The jailer's all scared. He comes out there and says, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Master, Yeshua. Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. So it's saying right here, believe on Yeshua 
Christ, on the Master, Yeshua Christ. And thou shalt be saved in thy house. And they spake unto him the word of Ahiah. And all that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night. And washed their stripes. And was baptized he in all his straight way. Think about this. No matter how bad you may think you have it. Good will come out of it. I mean, uh, look at how all this happened to Paul and then the jailer get saved in his household. And when he had brought them into his house, Paul and Silas, he brought to his house the jailer. He set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in Allah with all his house. And when it was day, the magistrate sent the sergeant saying, let those men go. So the next day, right after the jailer and uh, his household gets saved, what happens? The magistrates wants to let Paul and Silas go. And when it was day, the magistrate sent the sergeant saying, let those men go. And the keeper of the prison told this saying to Paul. The magistrates have sent to let you go. Now therefore depart and go in peace. So the jailer's telling Paul this. Because he's the keeper of the prison. Told this saying to Paul. The magistrates have sent to let you go. Now therefore depart and go in peace. Okay, keeper of the prison. That would probably be warden then. Okay. But Paul. Okay, they're trying to. Talk to them to go in peace. And it says, But Paul said unto them, But Paul said unto them, They have beaten us openly, uncondemned, being Romans. That would be like, uh, We'd be in a country. And being Americans, and they go to beating without a, still I'm American, even if I'm not in where my license is or where I live, if I'm in another town or state, they can't just beat me and 
If I break the law, they can throw me to jail and then I get a trial. I'm supposed to be innocent till proven guilty. But here they just openly beat them and stuff with that and then put them in the jail and now tell them to leave and they're Roman. They never asked them. But Paul said unto them, They have beaten us openly, uncondemned being Romans, and have cast us into prison. And now do they thrust us out, and now do they thrust us out, okay, privately. Nay, verily, but let them come themselves and fetch us out. And the sergeants told these words unto the magistrates, and they feared when they heard that they were Romans. And they came and besought them and brought them out and desired them to depart out of the city. And they went out of the prison and entered into the house of Lydia. And when they had seen the brethren, they comforted them and departed. So, here it is. They get beaten, thrown in prison and everything, and then the jailer and his family get saved. Praise Ahia. And then when it's daylight, the magistrates wants to let them go. They never asked them if they were Romans. They just knew they were Jews. And thought that they were just punishing them. And they said, well, instead of uh, us just leaving, have them get us. But anyways, people... Uh, if you don't know Yeshaya, let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 to 4. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you. Unless ye have believed in vain, for I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And let's go to Luke chapter 24. Verses 46 and 47. 
and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. So it says that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. So it's important to repent of your sins. And believe the death, burial, resurrection of Yeshua. Let's go to Romans chapter 10. I know we're jumping through a little bit, but trying to help y'all understand the gospel. The good news. Verse 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Master Yeshua, and shalt believe in thine heart that Allah hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of Yeshua shall be saved. And then here's how we're to live once we come to um, Luke chapter 9. Verse 23, And he said to them all, If any man will come after me. So if we're going to come after Yeshua, let him deny himself. Deny himself. Deny yourself then. And take up his cross daily were to take up our crosses. So we're to deny ourselves and take up our crosses daily and follow Yeshua. That is what we're to do. Deny ourselves, take up our crosses daily and follow him. That's his word, not mine. And we're to <clears throat> keep his commandments too. Because he says right here in Matthew chapter 19, we'll start at uh, 
verse 16. And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is, Allahim. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. That's what he said. He saith unto him, Which? Yeshia said, Thou shalt do no murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The young man saith unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth up. What lack I yet? Yeshia said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, Go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. And everybody says uh, we're not under tithing or anything, and this is saying that uh, New Testament means everything, not 10%. Right there you have it. If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possession. A lot of people's got great possessions today. Think about that. Now today, people has Cadillacs. They have Mercedes. Back then, it may have been different cattle, different uh, goats, and different. Uh, but now you got all kinds of sports cars. You got all kinds of this. You got mansions. You've got. And people ain't willing to give up. Then said Yeshua to unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of Ahia. When his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, Who then can be saved? But Yeshua beheld them, and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with Allahim, 
all things are possible. But with men, this is impossible. So we've got to have a higher. He makes it all possible. Then answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all and followed thee. What shall we have therefore? So, wait a second here then. Answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all and followed thee. What shall we have therefore? And Yeshua said unto them, Verily, I say unto you that ye which have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. So the twelve disciples, the twelve apostles, they'll be sitting in twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel in the regeneration, in the regeneration when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory. And everyone that has forsaken houses or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or land for my name's sake shall receive an hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. But many that are first shall be last and the last shall be first. Think about that. So everyone has a hundredfold that's given up these things. Given up their family, their lands, everything to follow Yeshua. That's why it's so important to follow Yeshua over everything. Over everyone. People. Time is of essence. Time is of essence. If you don't know Yeshua as your Savior and Messiah, repent of your sins and cry out to Him. And seek Yeshua today. He wants to give you eternal life. Cry out to Him before it's too late. People, He is coming back soon. No one knows the day or the hour, though. And whatever you do, do not take that vaccine. Do not take the jab-jab. 
I believe that the COVID-19 vaccination is the mark of the beast. Because there's pretty good evidence that it may be. And Revelation 13, verses 16 to 18. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the number of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom, let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. Well, if you think about it, can't the uh, Lucifer rays that's in the vaccine make it the mark? of the beast plus C-H-E-I-R if you look in the mound well that's the uh, Hebrew word or the Greek word C-H-E-I-R means hand in Greek but in some interpret it as also being arm and if that's the case it being arm A-R-M and you put an injection in your arm, ain't that the same as putting a mark because you're putting a cut. Because you're sticking it with the... Think about it. That's my little case to that. Plus, some of the airlines are saying, nope, you're going to have to have records. They're coming out with the digital ID 2020 and all that so that sort of makes it look that way too and they're possibly they're getting little things that you put around your arm like a bracelet or a little tattoo thing that you stick on um, they call the uh, quantum dot tattoo and also RFID chips that are going to your hand think about it y'all I just thought I'd Mention that, but anyway, people, we all need Yeshaya as our Messiah. That's the main thing right now, is to come to Yeshaya. But do not take that vaccine either. But anyway, y'all have a blessed day in the mighty name of Yeshaya. Peace and Shalom. And see y'all on the next broadcast, which I might be broadcasting in a little bit. See y'all.